This is Inside Indiana Business Radio for the afternoon of Thursday, January 25th, 2024. I'm Kate Sharon. Meta Platforms Incorporated, the parent of Facebook, Instagram, and WhatsApp, said Thursday it will invest $800 million to establish a data center campus at River Ridge Commerce Center in Jeffersonville and create 100 jobs. The 700,000-square-foot facility will be the company's 22nd data center in the world and 18th in the United States. Brad Davis, director of Data Center Community and Economic Development at Meta, said there were several factors in selecting Jeffersonville for the project. Um, We're looking for a deep pool of talent uh, to both construct and operate the facility. Obviously, those factors are here. Um, And most importantly, at least in my eyes, is is supportive partners, just partners that are helping you along the way. We can't do this alone. And we've come across some amazing folks in Jeffersonville in the state of Indiana. Construction on the facility will begin this month and is expected to be complete in 2026. In addition to the 100 permanent jobs, the project is expected to support more than 1,250 construction jobs. The new jobs at the facility will include a variety of positions, including server technicians, electrical and mechanical engineers, and logistics specialists. Governor Eric Holcomb returned from his trip to Canada on Wednesday with an agreement in place to foster economic growth. The governor signed a memorandum of understanding with Ontario Premier Doug Ford, designed to identify opportunities to boost ties between Indiana and Ontario. Holcomb's office says the agreement creates a framework for collaboration across economic development and investment, workforce development, and regulatory cooperation. The partnership aims to further innovation and growth across key sectors, including infrastructure, advanced manufacturing, aerospace and aviation, and agriculture, among others. More than two years after first unveiling a $200 million plan to revamp Lafayette Square Mall, the developer behind the stalled project on Thursday announced an expanded vision and a new strategy he believes could push investment into the neighborhood higher. The revised project plan, which is now named The Square, includes tearing down much of the existing mall structure and replacing it with roadways, apartment buildings, a sports facility, and other buildings that can create more of a village concept. But to achieve his expanded vision, Fabio de la Cruz and his firm Sojo's Capital will need a substantial amount of help that could come in the form of development partners, city incentives, and debt financing, something the developer originally hoped to avoid. De La Cruz said if his vision is realized and partners participate as he expects, the total investment could reach $700 million to $1 billion. From the number one source for Indiana Business News, this is Inside Indiana Business Radio. Looking for a great way to tip off the 2024 NBA All-Star Weekend in Indy? I'm Gary Dick, inviting you to join business and community leaders from throughout the state at the Economic Club of Indiana Luncheon, sponsored by IBJ Media. It's February 15th at noon at the Indiana Convention Center. I'll be interviewing NBA Commissioner Adam Silver, giving you an inside look at the league and all things All-Star Weekend. Reserve your ticket or table for eight now at economicclubofindiana.com. Lawmakers moved several meaty health care bills forward Wednesday, though many have a fiscal component that will trigger additional scrutiny. IIB's Alex Brown has more. Many supporters and advocates saw two bills heard before the Senate Health Committee as companion bills, with one funding seed money for communities to start programs and another aimed at sustaining those services. 
Under Senate Bill 10, the Division of Mental Health and Addiction, housed under the Family and Social Services Administration, would oversee the Community Cares Initiative Grant Pilot Program and its accompanying fund. But Senate Bill 142 would provide a mechanism for ongoing funding by requiring reimbursement for medical services for mobile integrated health. Author Senator Scott Balden of Noblesville said he saw Senate Bill 10 as a way to reduce public safety expenses by creating programs for non-emergency calls often routed to first responders. Communities could cater such offerings to address mental health, addiction, homelessness, elder care, or maternity care deserts. Several mayors testified in support of the bill, pointing to how their community could use the funding to redirect 911 calls to other services or connect with residents before a mental health crisis. The bill passed unanimously and now moves to the Indiana Senate. Alex Brown, Inside Indiana Business, Radio. Greenfield Banking Company and its subsidiary GBC Bank Wealth Management has acquired the trust portfolio from Newcastle-based Citizen State Bank. Financial terms of the deal are not being disclosed. GBC Bank said in a news release Wednesday the acquisition marks a milestone in the bank's efforts to expand its services and footprint in central Indiana. Greenfield Banking Company is the 16th largest bank in the Indianapolis area with more than $770 million in FDIC deposits, according to IBJ Research. The bank has 104 employees across eight locations. Indiana State University is reporting its spring semester has new enrollment growth for the first time since 2016. This year's spring semester saw new enrollment increase by 9.1% year-over-year, amounting to 40 students. ISU's fall semester also had two consecutive years of growth as well. ISU has attempted to reverse declining enrollment trends. Even with new growth in the spring semester, overall enrollment is down 2% from last spring. Rochester Iron and Metal has completed the transition of its Logansport and Kokomo locations to Paul's Auto Yard, where now, in addition to scrap metal services, the sites will sell used auto parts. The expanded services at what was Rochester Iron and Metal Logansport and Hunt Salvage in Kokomo follows the acquisition of all 11 Paul's Auto Yard locations by Rochester Iron and Metal in 2023. The company said it expects the transition to bring growth and improved services at what is now Paul's Auto Yard Logansport and Paul's Auto Yard Kokomo. University of Indianapolis President Tanusha Singh is this week's guest on the Business and Beyond podcast with Gary Dick presented by PNC, a weekly conversation with high-profile Hoosiers in business, sports, entertainment, and beyond, available now from your favorite podcast provider. I'm Kate Sharon for Inside Indiana Business, radio on demand.